Hey guys, I'm Keith. And I'm Jack. And we shoved Caleb in a locker somewhere because he earned it. Uh, but he did spawn the topic of this week's Gunday Brunch. And that is the weirdest assumption, the weirdest story that you heard, or rather I heard and Jack heard, from the gen pop, like gun population public. What's the wildest thing? And I'm going to let Jack start. Well, then, first, we should thank our sponsors. Yes. Taurus and Guns.com. Taurus, thank you for providing Caleb money and uh, <laughs> Guns.com for the same, though they didn't provide Caleb. They do keep it to where we can have them around, though. <laughs> it does. It does. All right. So, yeah, I worked in a gun store for about a year, I would think. Mm -hmm. I, I'd, I'd have to look at it. Um we were a fairly large retailer in our space, um, very big range facility, and yeah, the stuff you hear behind the counter is really weird. And I'll also say, like, whenever I go into gun stores, a lot of guys, like, it's a younger crowd behind the counter, mm -hmm. so, like, the kind of weird stuff I'm hearing is very different. Mm -hmm. Um. I remember one guy coming in and something I noticed is like the amount of people, like what they do when they, you hand them a gun, like you're like, okay, sir, here is your blastermatic 9,000. Go ahead and load show clear. It's a, here. It's a safe and, blastermatic guy. I'm like, here we go. No it's coming it's through the safe. screen at you. And Jack here is you go. I, one into the neighbors. Right. I want to <laughs> hand it to you. And the moment they get it, I I was prepared for a lot of things, but let me tell you the thing I saw so often that I was never prepared for when they did it. They took it, they would have it in both hands, and they would go like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and they're looking at it, I go, what are you looking for? What do you, and then, and then they do this. <laughs> and they would, like, smell it. And not like, Sniff not like, gun. not like they caught a whiff of something, like they were like, oh, what's, oh, oh, it's coming from the gun. No, like, they were like, I set out to smell this gun today and the first time it happened i'm like well that's just a weirdo yeah that is that is one for the ages we got to keep an eye on this guy and then it happened again and again and again with different people and i'm like like look uh, I, guys i understand i understand new book smell new book right. smell, new car smell those are things but the stuff we use to oil and clean guns should not go up your nose no, no, like, <laughs> and I, I asked the guy, like, what are you smelling that for? He goes, man, they all smell different to me. I'm like, oh, you are a weirdo. Okay. So there's a group of these people out there somewhere <laughs> who are just like getting together, like, hey, you smell any good guns oh. today? It's like, yeah, I went down to such and said, look for the Dan Wesson with the, the brown grips. It's got an aroma on it. Um, <laughs> These people are like wine connoisseurs, but just sniffing guns. Just a, Right, they're just out there sniffing the, guns. The bouquet coming out of the latest edition of Springfield. If you're a gun sniffer, like, please stop. <laughs> so they would do, I, I would have people that would do stuff like that. And then I think a lot of people like assume there are there are like hidden phrases at the gun store. Oh yes, the secret room unlock where you reach behind right. 
pull on a rifle rack with a you know cheap AR-15 sitting in it, and then the panel slides back. Or like they'll do a thing where it's like, hey, I need I need XYZ to like say so mm-hmm. you know and I know what we're talking about. Like you could just say, I'd like a gun to defend myself with. Yeah. You don't have to get weird about this. Like I had a guy who was like, he he came in and we had like a wall of shotguns and on the wall of shotguns, I think shotguns are like a weird place for people because there's so many that they don't understand mm-hmm. where it's like you, you, the shotguns run the gambit. You've got 30 inch waterfowl guns mm-hmm. that basically look like brown best muskets to anybody. It's like, <laughs> Ahoy! It, it, it really do be like, hmm, the red coats are over yonder. Right, you got like it's seven a- feet of gun there. Um, all the way down to like something super short, like a chopped barrel and a pistol grip. Mm-hmm. And you know, everything kind of runs the gambit. And you yeah, I'm not a huge shotgun guy, but I know kind of like what makes a good shotgun. Um and we had a guy come in and he's looking at our shotgun wall and he's like, ooh, ooh, yeah shotgun that's the that's the gun for me i have decided today i need a shotgun i'm like okay cool what can what can i show you and he's like let me see that one and he points the pistol grip pgo maverick 88 cheapo special pistol grip shotgun cheapo cheapo pumpy and i you know is the pistol grip pump your best choice for self-defense no, but if you want to buy it, I'm not going to fucking yell at you. Right, yeah, like, I'm I'm not going to talk you out of buying something you want just because I think there are better options right, like, for the thing you are describing. Now, if you were to describe to me, like, hey, I'm looking for an inexpensive pump shotgun, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a cash delivery driver, and I have this specific use case where this would be really useful, I'd be like, right. all right, go for it, man. Which, which sometimes, you know, you'll get a guy who comes in and like knows exactly what he needs and it's a weird kind of niche role. So I I don't, I don't totally crap on that, but like generally if you get, you're buying a pistol grip shotgun, the thing I'm going to warn you about is like, Hey, a lot of recoil on this. Like you got to be careful straight to the wrist too. Yeah. It's it's a lot. (laughs) And this guy, I've got a couple of pistol grip pump shotgun stories, but this guy comes to me and he's like, Hey bro. I need this one. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, what you know? What's your use case for it? Because I want to make sure this guy's not like, I go hunting. I'm like, yeah, probably not a great no, idea. Not that one. And he's like, hey, uh, this would be really handy. And he like, kind of tucks it up, and he's like, we're cutting the cake. And he like winks at me, and. About you, but I get decidedly uncomfortable when anybody winks at me in a gun like, store. Like we, we have to, we have to be good friends. We have to know each other really well for my wink to communicate anything good. Right. So now I'm stuck in a situation where I'm like, I know he means slicing the pie, but do I care enough to correct him? Also, what did that wink mean? And I'm like, right? uh. You mean a home defense gun, sir? And he goes, yeah, defense. 
Wink. Oh, wait. what if? Whoa, 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 whoa. I do mean defense. Like, I, what if... I, I, in fact, mean the legal term self-defense. And the he's one, just like the one you will be in court over, sir. He's like, yeah, 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 for cutting the cake. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. Do you mean slice of the pie? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Fuck, why are we still winking? Um, as it turned out, he did not have the appropriate funds to complete that transaction that day. From Maverick 88. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Whoa. years ago prices. Man, sometimes I'm just like saved. Saved. <laughs> My conscience I, is saved. I, 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 lo- I love when you're the one who doesn't have to make the call. I love it when the 4473 is like, oh no, prohibited. And you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um... Uh, I I had one similar to that. It wasn't it wasn't about shotguns, but I had man who clearly wanted me to endorse his felony. Man who clearly wanted me to endorse his felonious assembly of a machine gun. Yeah, yeah, yep. this has definitely happened a few times. Yep. So man comes in, starts looking at you know AR-15s and in components and everything like that. And he very casually drops the, these can be built full auto, right? Yes, sir. There are versions that that are built full auto for military government contracts and certain things like, you know, the Colt M4A1, for example. And he was holding a, he was holding a 6920 at the time. And he goes, yeah, so that could be done, right? And I go with, with proper, you know, as an 0702 manufacturer, I can file and and make a machine gun. Sure. He's like, so it can be done. Right. And I'm like, sir, unless you are a 0702 FFL manufacturer of NFA items, you, you do not. And he's like, but it can be. And he clearly wants me to say yes. He very clearly wants me to say Yes, it can be done. And then like somehow if he just implies this so many times, I'll be like, oh, you mean felonious assembly, sir. Allow me to show you the parts. Yeah, yeah. Like not (laughs) only, oh yeah. We offer that service. Like guys, there's no. In the back. Yeah, there's no like crappy pod store in the world that's going to be like, you need a machine gun and let me go ahead and whip that. No, people don't do that. Like it's, I no, had I, one. I am not going to like what you what you end up doing with your stupid Dremel tool and whatever you conjure out of the darkness of the internet and parts boxes and anything like that, or Grandpa Louie's bring backs from you know Korea and Vietnam. It's I I don't know. I have no control over that. However, I am not in my store full of surveillance cameras going to endorse you building a felonious machine gun that you are not licensed to build. Um, I don't know about you, but for some reason, like in my experience, the strangest thing to me is what slows down the day in a gun store. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, if the weather was bad, people were not coming to shoot, which boggles my mind. We're indoors. Yeah. Like, like this, feels this like a great a nice rainy day activity. Climate control. <laughs> but we had, on a rainy day, I'm sitting there, it's post-lunch, so I got, like, the, the post-lunch nappies in my head, and I'm just sort of, like, relaxing. And I see this little truck pull up, and it's, like, 
the old man truck. It's a little beaten up. It's got 400,000 miles on it. And Ma and Pa are sitting in the cab right next to each other. And I can see them. Ma is upset. Not happy. Like, she is turned full body from this man looking out a window in a cab that if I stretch my arms out, they would both go out the windows. Like, they don't have a lot of space. Yeah, that's that that little... Not a lot of room for both them and the mad that's in that cab. And he gets out and slams the door. And I'm like, oh, like I don't like the energy that's coming to the chat right now. Um, So he comes in. And as soon as he steps through the door, it's like he put on a put on a face. Like he was like, <clears throat> yes, mm, gun store. Yes, quite nice. Quite a gun store, you say. A mm. store where you can acquire guns. And he like walks oh, over. Right. He's like, oh, yes, mm, cleaning kits. Yes, mm, yes, I might think about this purchase. Mm, yes, what's this? Ooh, yeah, yes, quite good. And he like makes his way to the counter, makes his way to the far end of the counter. So I'm like, oh, so now, like, I got to get up, I gotta head down where you're heading now. <laughs> you don't want to see anything. I can see the question in your mind. And I, like, come down, like, would you like to look at anything, sir? And he's like, no, well, well, let me see that. And I hand him that. This is made of metal. Let me ask you a question now that I've wasted enough of your time that we can get personalized yeah i i am now comfortable enough that i have screened the thing that you just saw right that event right i don't (laughs) like he could have just walked in and screamed i have a question got this out of the hand like that would have been great i'm like oh i I had a i had a guy do that too came through the door wasn't even like fully through our little entrance lobby and he's like i have a question asked it it was clearly a felony and it's like no and he's like that's what i thought left <laughs> so like, he, wow, efficiency he he's like well do you know those do you know about after like triggers i'm like yeah i know a lot about triggers and he goes okay do you know those triggers that like you install and they have a little crank and like it's like a machine gun i'm like oh yeah hellfire trigger we don't sell those they're kind of they're kind of gimmicky. I I wouldn't do it. He goes, but they're legal, right? And I go, yeah, they're legal. They're, they're legal. Cool, 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 cool. If someone was to say hook up a drill, I was blah, 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 blah. Stop right there. Sir, what I think you're about to describe to me, by the way, describing it would be a felony, uh, is a felony. And if you, I'm not saying you did or didn't, but if you constructed that at home, I highly recommend you go home and take that apart and, like, never discuss that again. He goes, well, it was just hypothetical. Thank you. Hypothetical, thank you. And he's like, well, I think I'll be on my way. And he, like, walks out. And I'm, like, watching him walk out. And he's, like, slumped. He gets in the car. He closes the door. And I just see this. <laughs> and I can tell she was right the whole time. Like, <laughs> she is just like, mm-hmm. she's, she's like and he's like, I mm-hmm. told you, I told you, I told you. Which I do oh. want to be clear. I wish that wasn't illegal because that's just like that's just you tampering. Yeah, that's, that's like goofy and and funny and like a touch I, dangerous. I, I, I just like enjoy seeing that, but not enough to like 
build it myself the stamped and approved and form one way because <laughs> it's just something goofy you would do for a minute and then be like that was fun and then put the drill back and put regular components in the gun again because like yeah ah we did it Pilato's not that fun guys it's fun it's not yeah fun. like it's not that fun i had we be, should I we be allowed had, to have it absolutely yes <laughs> i had a gentleman the I I had a gentleman who believed that uh, gravity didn't exist for a hundred yards. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's out that, there. <laughs> the the man who wants to argue about physics in in the gun store, like about how the bullet do travel through the air, and so I was there, and my store manager was there, and we're trying, and he's trying to describe a longer distance shot, and we're trying to get him the basics of trajectory, so that like, all right, well, this is how a zero works. Your sight sits up here, your barrel's down here. The shot comes out, and the barrel has a slight upward angle, so yeah. that it will intersect at a point going up, and then a point going down. And for a lot of rifle calibers, right around the 100, 150 uh, area, that's pretty much like the top so if you zero there then it's all down from there like it's it's fairly zeroing is a fairly simple thing it's right just a little bit of math and some lines just and just i a, could not for the life of me convince this man that bullets did not start dropping at 100 yards distance that a perfectly they had lift until 100 yards and then then it was time to fall yeah, uh, that's um, that's that's not how this works. And I, I, I got out a pencil. I put a pencil on a flat surface counter because we had a depressed area uh, between the two. So you had two countertops and then an area between. And I'm like, sir, the countertop is the barrel. While the bullet's in the barrel, it's supported and accelerating and just getting pushed because I'm holding the gun. As soon as it leaves, it starts falling. He goes, that's not true. I. <laughs> I don't think most people have shot past a hundred yards. Yeah. Um, and to like understand that bullets are affected by literally everything. Um I, I like how many people have like shot at a deer, hit a twig that's barely the size of a pencil, yeah, and spoiled that shot and have no idea why it happened. Like yeah, I I think there's like a there's an assumption of like you know, don't fear the man with a hundred guns, fear the guy with one gun, he's really good at it. I'd also like to put that myth to bed. Yeah. The one box a year hunter is not that he's not that nine bad. times out of ten that that gun's not zeroed. That that gun is on there, he's got a scope for it. Any deer he's killed are by the grace of God. Yep. The, um, the, amount, the amount of deer rifles who come in with haphazardly attached in in two instances literally taped on taped on with electrical tape and duct tape. Yeah. Scopes that just happen to be pointed enough in the right direction that they they claim i have no evidence of it but they claim they got one last year or like the rings are off the rings are barely holding on they're not torqued they they're in one instance right. the wrong ring he had two different height rings so this thing was clamped 
angled away from the barrel because the front ring was higher than the rear ring. And uh, this I, this poor thing was crying out just just in agony, like, please put me down. I, I get state deer are not hard to hunt. Hunters are hard to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> like the amount of just like roadblocks people put in their way with no concept and then spend nine hundred dollars on camouflage is just it's it's out there. Yeah. Like I, um, I hunt. I, I enjoy it. I like I like venison. I like taking venison. I, I um, will of course time, bring but... up a favorite incident that happened to you and me when we went to a range. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> and we were we were there to just like get a quick 25 yard zero on two guns and like make sure that like we weren't zeroing them at 25 like for the people who are about to have an, an, an attack no, we, but we, we needed to make sure we had a rough dirty, zero quick dirty zero at the targets at 25 so we go in um and there's this kid behind the counter who just very happy to be there probably shouldn't have been there and he's like showing some guns to people and like me and keith are kind of relaxing and he i think he saw your scar or you guys had talked previously about a scar and he starts talking about how he doesn't like the fn scar which okay that's that plenty of guns i don't like if you if you don't like a gun i'm not gonna fucking make you like the gun uh, nor am I going to ask you, Rando, why you don't like the gun. That that does not matter to me. But he was very adamant to tell us that he did not like the scar because of the reciprocating charging handle, which hurt him when he did his CQB grip. <laughs> and I will never forget how his entire body tensed up when he did that. And he was like, CQB grip. And I'm like, Ugh. and i'm like a magwell hold he goes yeah yeah yeah. cqb grip i'm like okay all right that's all right i'm already checked out i all don't right. care anymore uh, I, like i i got no, i got other it. things to do and he's like that's why the seals don't like this guy and i'm like that's not why i bro you don't know a seal like please stop i don't, I don't like i'm not saying i do i'm saying you don't like you know, like i'm not i'm not gonna speak for any of my friends in naval special warfare but I'm a hundred percent asking you to stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, um, I, uh, I also remember that he was extremely braggadocious about being able to acquire scars for an absurdly low price. Right. Which is also kind of a weird thing. Like that, that's, a, we- that's a weird flex too. That's, that's one I've encountered on more than one occasion of someone coming in, laying an abysmally low price out there. Like, Hmm, if you're really into scars, I've got a hookup that can get them, get them for eleven hundred dollars, and I'm sitting there like, no, you don't, uh, bro. Yeah, no, like, no, you don't. That's not a hookup. That's a guy stealing something. Yeah, so. that's that's theft, sir. And uh, the the greatest part is like, oh well, like I know enough people at FN that it's like, well, who who do you know at FN, like? odds are like one in three one in four i probably recognize the name or you know talk to this person on multiple occasions you know if if you got this deal perhaps i too can get this deal he goes oh i don't i was asked not to not to share it around you know then my brother in christ why are you sharing it around (laughs) (laughs) um 
What was some of the other stuff that we've had happen? Oh, that, oh. that I forgot about that. Guy. Oh, he was, oh, that was special. <laughs> I had, I was in a store and they had just gotten in like a bunch of like nods and laser stuff. So they were like, which is cool. I, I like that more people are getting into that. And I was looking at some of their lasers. And I noticed they had a vis, vis only laser system in there for like not a crazy price yeah. you know uh viz laser has very limited application but i was sitting there thinking i was like you know that might be cool for the home defense gun i could rig that mm-hmm. up give me another visual aiming methodology that like yeah. i can come off the gun i can look around i can do other stuff that, and i was like no oh, let me see that's that's something that i think people confuse a lot because when people say i want a laser I'll generally discourage them from using the laser because they're trying to use the laser instead of these other aiming methods. They're not using it in conjunction with. Right. That's like, they think it aims for them and it does not. So he, so I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like talking to my buddy. I'm like, I might get this. And the kid slides up and goes, I don't recommend that. I go, okay, cool. Anyway, uh, I'm going to, you don't want to give away your position. I just like stopped. I was like, no, it's too dumb. I got to deal with it. I turned and looked at him and the guy behind the counter knew me. And he just does this. He's like, (laughs) I go, okay, kid, who do you follow on Instagram? He's like, what? I go, who do you follow that told you all this stuff that makes you feel like you can give me advice? He goes, I was because I probably know him, and I'm going to call him right now and tell them to tell you to leave me alone. And he's like, uh, what? I'm like, that's right. I'm going to call your favorite influencer, and I'm going to tell them to tell you to leave me alone. And he's like, I don't, I don't, I, was, I, was just, I started dialing Steve Fisher. I was yeah. like, do, do, do. Hold on. And he's like, oh, whoa, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't say something that I don't know because that would have sucked. But he was like very quickly like, I know. And I was like, you want John Korea? I'll call John Korea. Yeah. You know that? You want Brian Hill? I'll call Brian Hill. You want that? No, you don't want the smoke. Leave me alone. And the kid's like, I don't want the... And he like goes back and the guy's like, he's been doing this a really long time, kid. You're like, leave that guy alone. <laughs> I'm like, you never talk a customer out of a sale. That was... <laughs> You could add a percentage that, of that. That's, that people, I and I've seen this from the young enthusiastic crowd who sit behind. They get a little bit. They follow a few people who know a few things, and then they start getting really enthusiastic, and they forget the purpose of retail sales. Right, it's to sell. Retail sales is to sell retail goods, which means you can give advice. You can help people fit. But if you start talking people out of handing you money and making them leave instead, you're not going to be employed very long. Right. <laughs> so it, it is certainly on both sides. And I, I, I will I will easily own up to that I used to have some very oh, I, questionable I had, tanks I had when some I worked behind assumptions yeah. too. 
I, um, I was fully a 308 bro once once upon a time. 556 five, is a poodle shoot around, and you, you really need a 308. And the army was dumb for getting rid of 308. Not the I, team, but 308. I was, uh, I was that guy. I was an AK bro. Um, but like I was super AK bro y. Like I would show up to work with like this clapped out AK with like this grungy sling on it and like a tomahawk. Like mm-hmm. double mag taped together because that's my reload. Um, and like. <laughs> big big suburban warlord vibes and the other guys would be like i got i got this ar with all this stuff on i'm like "Mm, that'll fail you (laughs) once you get out there in the shit that's gonna fall right apart (laughs) hey what do you know um there's there's just there are things and for the for the counter help guys for the young i don't i don't want to because i was it too i don't want to stop on the counter help guy too hard but i've seen it over and over again the talk out of the sale and i'm like no stop don't yeah talk like, out of the sale that's how you get lunch today yeah like the job is to sell stuff um, I think sometimes some guys like they have some opinions about some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say it's really weird to me to see guys like I know when you work at a range, open carrying is like kind of the accepted part of it. Yeah, it's it's an environment where it's acceptable, and it's one of the places where like, look, you're gonna you're probably gonna have a gun on for when I worked behind I worked behind the the counter of the gun store for about four years. It was it was a pretty long stretch, and I open carried while I was at work every day, and I worked there five days a week. Um, it's definitely the most more comfortable way to go about that. Daily life is pretty comfortable with an OWB holster on a good belt. And we we wore a a uniform of, you know, some manner. So that that helped, too. It was comfortable. Right. So I it makes sense to me in OWB or something like that. The amount of guys I see in like full drop legs and war belts. Yeah. I don't. So I'm stuck in a position here. I don't want to like I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying it's a weird thing to me. Mm hmm. And if your job is, like, if your store has the stuff to support that sale, like, somebody walks up and they see what you have and they go, like, I want that. And you go, perfect. Let's hit aisle let me, four, let me aisle show five, you. and let's talk about this stuff. That makes all the sense in the world. To me. Mm-hmm. But if you're, like, I was watching a guy, like, come in and out of his workspace and he's got like the full battle belt on when he got out of the car, and I'm like, bro, I don't know if I'd do that. Yeah. That's me. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's it's weird to me. Yeah, it's especially if the store can't support the sale. It's especially because then you're just strangely flexing in this space, and people people are going to ask you stuff that you then can't 
translate into a sale. So it's one of those situations that like, look, you might have a comfortable IWB holster that you normally carry with a particular brand and it's not in the store. It's not on the shelf. But if you're carrying at the store, I would be using a brand you sell as long as it's, you know, functional, acceptable, anything like that. So if you're, so if I'm like, I, I carry in a Filster IWB when yeah. I'm carrying, uh, but if I'm working behind the counter and I have, you know, OWB is comfortable, I might go because I sell, you know, a hundred SKUs of DeSantis holsters. I'm going to go grab an OWB DeSantis holster, put my gun in that. Yeah. I'm going to. That way, when they say, hey, what are you carrying in? I can go, ah, DeSantis, you know, I can yeah. show you the options. Come get this. Um, and then when I left, I'd go back to whatever I was normally carrying. Yeah. Like it, Anyway, that's that's tales from behind the the gun counter with <laughs> yep. with Jack and Keith. Next week, Caleb will be back with stories from trade shows behind the counter, and we'll make him uh, tell the story because I really want to hear it of what inspired this particular. Yeah, episode. we'll we'll definitely have him tell that story. <laughs> All right, guys, later.